funky ass turkeys it is time again for the fucking bullshit and booze podcast this is where the deacon will go bam, 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 bam. but unfortunately we are without the deacon and the shot master but i'm very confident that we have somebody just as good if not better may probably say just as good because unlike the deacon and the <laughs> shot master the penis size is very different from what i hear but it might just be a myth we have mr jess Cavazos. What up, what up? The, like I said last time, most famous person I know in real life. <laughs> I claim to know a bunch of celebrities, but... Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you got to compensate, you got to go big, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I got the two black guys on the show. We got to go really big. And uh, <laughs> and they, they, they swing the medal, you know what I'm saying? So, man, uh, while we're getting things going, let's just uh, give everybody your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever okay. kind of shit, TikTok, whatever the fuck you got going on. Um, pretty much all my social medias are the same. It's um, Jess underscore Cavasshole. So it's basically C-A-V-A-S-S-H-O-L-E. So it's Jess underscore Cavasshole. Nice. And, um, it's just so it's easy to remember. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I'll still run into people and they'll be like, Hey, Mr. Cavasshole. And I was like, <laughs> it's not really my last name. <laughs> yeah, man. My brother did some shit like that. Uh, my aunt remarried and... For the longest time, we called my new uncle uh, Bonin, right? Which is short for Bonifacio. Uh-huh. But he thought Facio was his last name. He didn't know that was one <laughs> single fucking name. So, I mean, this is like five years after he knew the guy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was fucking sick, man. Um, so how the fuck you been, man? It's been Good, a little man. over a year since you've been on. Really? Yeah, you came on Damn. December 2020. Wow, time feel, flies. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like that long, though. That's crazy. It's, it's cool, man. Whole another kid later. Yeah, yeah, congratulations on that, thank by you, the thank way. Thank you. The fucking vid has kind of halted family meetings and... Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. You know, like, I feel like a lot of people aren't as close as they used to be just because everyone's 100%. paranoid of the Rona. Yeah, dude. Especially with little kids. You know, they say that, or a lot of people say that kids are a little more immune to it and this and that, but... Nobody wants to take that fucking chance, dude. Yeah, for sure. It's scary. It's one thing to say, like, ah, fuck it. If I get sick, I'll go to the doctor, take some shit or whatever. But you can't gamble with your kids, man. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, take precautions. Luckily, from what we understand now, the science shows that kids actually handle better than adults most of the time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, I, I totally agree. Why risk it? Dude, my... I think my one-year-old got it. Me and the wife had it. And then he ended up having like the same exact symptoms. Was better like in a day or two. Evan was asymptomatic. He was three. Really? We didn't, he didn't, we didn't even know he was positive. We just tested him off of a whim, and he was positive. And he fucking god didn't damn. even show a sign. Like like not at all. The dude's a soldier. By the way, you that kid is a tank. He's a tank, and he's not like <laughs> fat or anything. He's just a big human being. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty what? big for his age. How old is he now? Four? Three? three? He's still three? Yeah. The last time I saw him, man, it was like uh, close to last Halloween, maybe two Halloweens ago. I mean, he was a, a fucking, what do you call it? A skyscraper, man. 
Yeah, he's pretty, pretty tall for his age, you know. Even when he was really little, like, I think when he was two, he was wearing, like, 4T or something. God dang. <laughs> My eight-year-old just went into 4Ts. Fucking underdeveloped. Nah. Just kidding, man. Um, no, he's a string bean. He gets my fucking wife's genetics, and the other one is a fucking butterball like me. So we got <laughs> we got one and one, man. Um, but the new baby, how's that shit going? Oh, good, man. He's he's a little butterball too. Yeah, yeah. G- good I, baby. Oh, for sure. Both of them were. I, I, we got really lucky. Um, they only cry when they need something. You know, some kids will cry Fuck just yeah. to cry. <laughs> they don't know how to express themselves. Yeah, you know, I get it. But I mean, some days he'll have a bad day where he'll just kind of whine, and then we're like. Maybe we're not that lucky. Be an asshole, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's a beautiful baby. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. Super, oh my god. Thankful. Those are two handsome fucks you got there. I appreciate it. I mean, you got a beautiful family too. Yeah, I appreciate it. They're all assholes. Even you know, I'm probably the biggest one. Um, uh, yeah, same. Yeah, man. The last time we talked, we had you had just done some sick stuff, and uh, I was wondering, out of all the stuff that you tat, well, I mean, for people. To you're a tattoo artist. Yeah, I tattoo. Been a contestant on Ink Master 9? Season 9? Uh, season 11. Season 11. Yeah. And uh, you went, you got pretty far in that, and you did some cool shit, dude. Um, I appreciate it. I got to do my worst work on national television. You really? Know? You think it's your worst? <laughs> oh, yeah. No terrible, shit. Terrible, terrible. Um, I'm a lot faster now. Um, it's a little too little too late. Yeah? But, um, yeah, it's it's really Ink Master is who's the best in the worst conditions, basically. Really? So the people who shine most of the time are people who are naturally fast, like style wise. You know, yeah. like traditional artists roll through that shit like no super shit. easily. And especially because the uh the judges like traditional work over realism. Yeah. Which is what I tend to specialize in. Yeah, man. Um what I wanna ask you last time and I think I just forgot or whatever, when you when you're competing, do you get to take all your own supplies or like does a show is a show sponsored by a certain brand? Um or maybe one of the artists there provides their shit. There are a couple sponsored stuff there. Uh but most of the time like mo- I mean, well most artists nowadays use an iPad. Mm-hmm. It's just so much easier to like put everything together, but um Sorry, I burped. Uh we're all allowed to bring our own stuff. They actually tell us to bring enough equipment with us that if we were asked to tattoo at the airport, we could. Oh, shit. So, like, bring everything. So, uh, we definitely do, just in case. But they they provide needles. They provide um, ink. They provide... Um, Can you request a certain brand of ink or... No, they just have, like, one brand, and they, that's why they say just bring your shit if yeah. you want to you use your own stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think uh, as far as, like... Arts. They did provide some art supplies, like for us to use, but no one really used it. Like I said, we're all yeah. we're all in the digital age now. Everyone's using the iPads. It's so much easier. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a lot quicker too. Just to you for know, sure. you don't like that fucking line you just did, or you know, whatever. It yeah, it's definitely all about time there. So if you can cut your time, that's what everyone's trying no to do. No shit. And like when you're doing, like say you're doing there, and you don't like their ink. Like, what's the difference on inks and stuff like that? Does it stay brighter um, or stick I mean, better? Usually, the there's a lot of really good ink nowadays. Back in the day, you had to really pick and choose and, you know, see what had the most... Oh, you're good. Like, a good reputation, basically. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it was still kind of early on, and uh, people weren't doing what they're doing nowadays, so the ink didn't matter that much. But now, um, they're like some top brands, you know, like Eternal... Fusion, Revolution, Intense, Solid. These are all really, really yeah high end brands. That's Anything, more than I thought it'd be. 
I mean, there's tons more. Yeah. But uh, these are just like the ones like my that I like my go tos basically. Just yeah. they've been around so long, they have a good reputation. World famous is another good one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, anyone who's tattooer out there wants good ink, those are no sh- really good ink brands. And do like on the how do you gauge the quality of an ink? Um. I think the best way for for me at least when I gauge an ink is how well it goes in the skin and how true to the color it is after it heals. Yeah. Because there are some inks that when you put them in, they're one color. When they heal, they're like almost totally another color. Oh shit, that happens. That does happen. Um, but a lot of that also has to do with the client's complexion. So yeah. I tend to spend, I tend to test that more on like people who are like paper white. Yeah. You know, and that lets me know for sure that these colors are true the way they heal. Because if you have like a darker complexion, it's going to change the the tint of the color a little bit anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you'd figure, I mean, somebody, let's say like a Cuban or a Puerto Rican guy who has really dark skin. Yeah. Their tattoo obviously isn't going to shine as bright as somebody who's fucking from Ireland or, you know, somebody yeah. with someone can with, see the veins the, and shit with the absence of melanin. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Um, and I saw that because, which well, I guess has been since your last time you were here. But your receptionist, you had done like a thigh piece in New York or some color. I mean, it looked like you fucking glued a picture to her leg. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, she's like one of those uh, paper white people who Yeah, don't she's a vampire. People. You can see every <laughs> little vein in her body. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, her um, name's Sabrina. She's our receptionist. It was really bright, almost similar kind of um, a similar kind of uh, design. I was kind of just going through your Instagram refreshing. Was it like a turtle? Uh, I don't sea know. I, I was just kind of going through it and I saw a lower back piece on a really light piece of skin. I said, oh shit. No, I think that was probably just a, a client of mine. The client? Yeah. yeah. I've, I think I've only ever really worked on Sabrina's like leg. Yeah. It's like her upper thigh, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Right around where her skirt would cut off. Um, but it, it, the, the detail on that shit was crazy, dude. Like, I believe it was like a light teal. I'm guessing teal. Yeah, it's a it's a it's like a it's like a mixture of turquoise and mint. Turquoise like, is the word I'm looking for. Well, no, it, it's a teal. Yeah, yeah. I I think that one I added a, a little bit of green to it to give it more of a yeah. tealish effect. And it pops, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you throw a bright color next to black, that's like the it has that effect. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. That one, um, that one was really good. Your um, the Breaking Bad face. Oh, um, there you go. That was like. Man, I just had a notification on Facebook that I did that like six years ago. Or That's something crazy ridiculous. Like that. I remember seeing it when you had just done it, or you, I think you posted it when it was healed. Yeah, and uh, that one was ridiculous. I think you did a Harry Potter one. Um, I've done a bunch of Harry Potters. Yeah, yeah it was like a. I think it was out of the last movie, and he's like all dirty and sweaty and shit. It was fucking crazy. Um, oh, like a black and gray one. Yeah, yeah, that one was sick. Yeah, that one was also around the same time as Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it was quite a while ago. Yeah. I mean, I was going through kind of looking for my favorite ones. Obviously, mine's up there that you did, my Native American cover-up, um, which you said had gotten mixed comments on it, right? Like, oh, yeah. Kinda like, on TikTok. Oh how dare God. you? Yeah. You, white appropriation, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. I, you know, the haters are kind of awesome on TikTok because they keep your feed going. <laughs> yeah. So I literally just like post something and I just maybe, you know, if someone says like they're talking shit, I'll just say a little something kind of controversial and then they'll all start fighting each other <laughs> for me and I'll just, just let them go. Getting you views. And- um. So yeah, your tattoo was kind of trending at one point because of that. Oh shit. That and like, um, 
I Look did at that one. dude's fat arm. <laughs> no. I, I did one of the uh, the Black Panther. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, God. It's, the dude that just passed away. Yeah, he just passed. He had like yeah. passed away maybe a week prior to me doing it. And I had um, I had already set up the appointment with a client like months in advance. And it just so happened that I had that like a week after he passed away. Oh, shit. And uh, he... Uh, he got a lot of hate for that shit. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. What people the fuck? Were, you think crazy. it'd be cool? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of people saying, like, that's racist. And and I'm like, what? what? You guys should be, like, happy. Like, they're like a white man taking our culture and putting it in his arm. It's like people who just have nothing better to do. And <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. It's crazy. Like, if you'd think that's, like, kind of like a change if you think. Yeah, or a trip. You know, he's not even of... white, but even if he was, uh, <laughs> it would. you'd think that they would. Be like, man, that's awesome. Some dude wants to immortalize him on his body. He must yeah. have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he could have got him with the mask on, but he wanted it with the mask off. Yeah. Um, but thanks to them all bickering with each other and then it being relevant, that one got like 3 million views or something no crazy shit. like that. Yeah, I got like 20,000 followers just from that one. And then um, I put TikTok on a pedestal and I didn't use it again after really? that. Because I was like, oh, well, I got to be very selective about what i put on but that's actually the opposite of how you should post anything yeah and just flood that bitch out yeah pretty much fuck man i'm so shitty with our social media like i i'm such an old i guess introvert you can say like Uh, yeah i'm wild and shit but online like i don't post shit online dude yeah i'm pretty bad about it too (laughs) if i wasn't required to post at least like three or five tattoos a month then yeah. i'll probably post even less yeah well i like when you do the dumps because you do like a month's worth of tattoos or something oh and, and i'm so behind. every so often yeah and i really enjoy those because you get to see everything kind of like not having to wait for another one yeah there's so many i'm man i'm still so behind i just i'll pick out of like there's a lot that i don't want to post because they're like not works in progress or there's some that I really liked, but I just couldn't get the right photo or video. So yeah. I'm like, nah, I'll get it on the next one kind of thing. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, that just means like I had some time, basically. <laughs> so I was just like, let's just knock out a couple. Dude, I am so shitty at that. Um, I actually got to post up on our Instagram story. And I had some people, I asked whoever saw, you know, send in your tattoo-related questions. Oh, and cool. I had a really good one that I would have never thought or that I didn't think of. And uh, it was, have you ever had to turn down a tattoo? Or like, you know, let me get, I wrote it verbatim here because I'm fucking up this shit. Um, oh, are there any tattoos that you would refuse to do? <laughs> uh, if you were to ask Nicole, a.k.a. my assistant, she yeah. tells you I refuse a lot of tattoos. Really? And it's not really, I don't know, it's kind of not a refusal. Like there's just certain certain styles and things that I'm just not really a fan of of doing because then it kind of makes it feel like it's work for me that and some of these pieces for one, if I turn it down more likely than not, it's because I'm either not good at it and I could probably refer you to someone who do a better job Yeah. or two, it's just not something that excites me enough to want to do it. And then I feel kind of wrong for someone to pay me my rates to tattoo them and be like, eh, you know, like yeah. I, I, I want to be excited to do their tattoo. So, you know, I'm really trying to focus on realism and, uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of ignorant to that. And that's not their fault. they just not educated on yeah. knowing that there are some artists that specialize in certain things. And there's some artists that just do everything. And because I'm trying to get really good at one thing, I'm trying to focus on realism. You know, some people don't really understand. Well, I'll get in, you know, a DM. I get all kinds of DMs like, 
man, I saw that portrait you did. It's amazing. I want to get this lettering. And it's like, well, I really don't do lettering. I'm not yeah. that good at it. So I'll refer them to someone in the shop who's like way better at it than me. And uh, most of the time they're less uh, expensive anyway. Yeah. I bet you get so many. I mean, you, I mean, you just said you get a shitload of DMs, but have you ever gotten one, you know, where you refuse a tattoo and then they're like, well, fuck you. You think you're too good? You oh, yeah, all pussy, the time. You know, you know. Yeah, like there are people who get really upset. They're not, they don't really handle rejection well. Yeah, I you bet. Know, I try, and that's honestly why it's great for Nicole to handle all that because she yeah. doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad. I hurt that person's feelings, you know, even though I try to let them know in the most nicest way possible yeah. that, you know, maybe I'm not interested in their tattoo at this time. You know, maybe later on I could, but, um, you know, some people are like, fine, you know, I'll go to someone who will do a better job anyway. Or fine, There's a lot of uh, dicks, dude. And it's like, you know, those are probably the same people that when a girl turns them down at the club, they're like, oh, I didn't want to mess with you anyway. Whatever, man. bitch. Yeah, they get all pissed off. I hate motherfuckers like that, dude. But the way I see it is, you know, it, it's kind of a, a, what is the saying? I got up really early today. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> my don't. My mind's wait. all like crazy. I, uh. I fucking cannot spit shit out on here all the time. Don't even worry about it because I've been stinking up this fucking podcast for like two years already. Oh, you're giving it. It's a great <laughs> podcast. It's funny. Appreciate it. Uh, no, like basically it's like, um, you know, it doesn't bother me. It like saves me from any kind of future trouble is basically yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, so on the point of turning shit down, have you ever, okay, you agree to a tattoo. Somebody gets there and they're like fucking funky like hey man you need to go home and like take a shower oh, yeah okay I've had like have you ever those. had to turn somebody down for that or um, make them reschedule an appointment i'm too professional and i'll just keep going really but yeah i mean early on now i'd probably have them like try to shower or something but it reminds me of one specific time when i worked at a street shop and street <laughs> shop refers to just a shop that's all about just like you pick something off the wall you do it real quick make yeah. money next person you know not really anything custom not really any kind of effort really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like when I worked at a street shop, it was all about money there. So I had to, I was forced to pretty much take everything. And I remember I booked this one lady and, uh, she was a bigger lady and she said she wanted a butterfly on her vagina. Oh shit. And, um, you know, a big ass butterfly. Everyone <laughs> thinks, Oh man, you get to tattoo boobs and butts, but it's never the, uh, the desirable ones that want any of that shit. It's never what they think. Like, what everybody thinks it is, right? Yeah. It's always that, like that fucked up. And uh, yeah. I had only kind of talked to her like offhand while I was tattooing. Mm-hmm. I just remember her writing down what she wanted. And then um, I kind of forgot what she looked like and everything. So the day of, I have the butterfly ready. I'm like, oh, what's the butterfly? It can't be that hard. Whatever, I'll do it. And um, when I say she wanted it like on her vagina, she literally, it was so low that the wings were like on the sides of her lips. Oh, like, it was shit. Pretty low. Um, at least this is what she's describing to me. So this reminds me of, you know, how you were asking if I ever turned anyone down and I said, no, well, you know, this is a time now that I probably would have. So basically (laughs) she gets there and the first red flag is she's like in her coveralls, like she works at the refineries or something. And it was a really hot day. She comes in all, like I could tell she's like sweating. I see the wet spot on her (laughs) chest and I'm like, oh no. So, you know, I... I'm like, okay, are you ready to get tattooed? And she's like, yeah, I'm ready. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this is already red flag, so I know she hasn't showered yet. And it was a hot Damn. day, and she works outside, so okay, cool. She could have wiped off or something at least. I, I don't know. Uh, we get down to where like it's time to put the stencil on. She likes the design. 
So like she's down to her panties and then she's turned away from me for some reason or whatever. And then I'm like, okay. And I was like, you could just pull them kind of down. Like you don't have to take them off. Just like pull them kind of down so yeah. I can put the stencil on. And then I'm ready with the stencil and she turns around and before she even pulls her panties down, I see like a huge bulge and I'm like, Oh, oh no. no. And I, sure enough, as soon as she pulls them down, just nothing but like hair. Bush. And you could tell that it was like the thickest hair ever. <laughs> Coarse as fuck. Like it was just like padded down, like condensed. Like if you ever got oh. your rice and they put in a bowl and yeah. it's like condensed rice in a little circle. Oh. That's like pubes like that. Like, And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to. I can't <laughs> shave her. All I have are these like crappy little razors. Yeah. And we don't have shaving cream. We just have like green soap. Oh, so fuck. I told her. And right then and there, I even when she before she turned around, B.O. was already setting oh, in pretty I bad. I bet. Coveralls don't let shit out, dude. No. It's a fucking Ziploc bag of funk in there. It, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah, the seal was broken as soon as that zipper came Oh, my God, dude. Undone. So, um, and then her boots were all, like, smelling pretty bad, too, and they were off to the side oh. in my room, and I'm like, oh, man. So, it was like a sour smell. <laughs> I bet. So, right away, I'm like, hey, so... Um, you know, I, I, I don't think I have a razor that'll, that'll work on this. Like I was just trying to be polite and be like, um, I feel like I'm going to give you like the worst razor burn ever. So if you want to just go ahead and go home and, um, you know, take a shower. And I emphasize, take a shower like yeah. three times in that whole conversation. Watch that ass, uh, bitch. just shave while you're there and then just come back. You know, I said, uh, you're my only appointment today. So that's fine. You know, um, I yeah. actually lied. I had another appointment, but I canceled them right there and there. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Um, cause I was just trying to be nice again. And uh, she's all like, oh, uh, well, what's the problem again? I was like, well, I, I can't. This razor is going to probably give you like the worst razor burn ever. I don't think I could really shave <laughs> you with this. And she's all, well, and I think she said she lived like five minutes away. And she's all, I don't want to drive that far right now. You know, I just got off work, so you can shave it. No, this is better. Oh, shit. And I'm like, God damn it. So should have busted out a fucking machete, man. I had to start with scissors. Oh, that's I tr- that's long. I tried with the razors and it wasn't working. Like it was literally mm. like it was keeping the form I was pulling the hair in. Like it was wax. Oh shit! <laughs> it was like a little dread down that's there. That's greasy it, ass it, pussy it, hair. It was kind of crazy, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was I, I threw those scissors away right after. But I hope you did. I had to cut it down to where it was about like half an inch long because I was afraid to I was gonna cut something in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I finally shave everything, and then um put the stencil on and uh yeah man it the only other thing that happened after that was like you when you tattoo you have to stretch the skin yeah so i had to stretch a certain area and it kind of opened her up and mm. the smell funky was, taco was oh, oh funky taco it was terrible oh dude and you said she was like a heavy set lady this right? is a heavy woman and uh she had um she had a really nice mullet though. She had like oh, shit. she had like a flat top front and like long hair in the back. So oh shit, she looked like the Hanno so Band she, fucking nineties. She looked like shit. she only worked out upper body. Oh my god, dude, I bet. Fuck. Oh dude, <laughs> so like, god dang, that's that's that is straight up fucking wolf pussy, dude. Oh my god. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, let's say, I mean, just a guy, a girl, whatever. When you. Obviously, the shop that you work in now, it's open concept, and there's no rooms and shit like that. Yeah. But if you do tattoo in a room, let's say you're guest spotting somewhere, mm-hmm. they have a room for you. Um, when you're going to do like somewhere like that, lower waist, maybe a, a butthole or, or nipple. <laughs> do yeah, you... we have we, we, we do private tattoos even now, but what it is is we have these like... Um, 
what are they called? They're like shades that you stand up. I forget what they're called, but they like mm-hmm. they cover. You know, you can set up two of them to where they'll kind of cover your area. Oh, okay. Just kind of like to box it in the spot. Yeah, it's like what you see in like a lot of like um, I don't know, like massage salons or whatever, where they have those like white paperback. Oh, okay. Kind of things. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, but yeah. They're basically, you could like create a little bit of privacy, like privacy a changing shades room kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, if like if you're in a room, do you have to? Leave the door open, you know, for safety, like make your client feel comfortable. Um, um, no, not necessarily. Back in the day in that particular shop, there was all private rooms. So yeah. at any time, if I was doing a private tattoo, I could close the door. Oh, okay. Um, but now the shop that we're at now, and I mean, honestly, I haven't been to a shop in so long that has even had any kind of private anything. Yeah. It's, everything's more open concept nowadays. I don't think I've even seen any like on, you know, on TV, there's a... Well, they used to have like, uh, or that bald headed dude and Kat Von D worked that, that was like an open concept place. Oh yeah. But I remember, uh, one of the, you know, we know a guy that tattoos also has his own shop where he used to work. It was all rooms. Yeah. And, and you go in there is, I mean, it was like a eight by eight room, maybe yeah. 10 by 10. And I was just wondering, like, has anybody ever freaked out in there like hey don't don't be touching me there motherfucker like i'm trying to tattoo where you asked me to no luckily i've only really associated and worked at shops that are pretty professional yeah you're only going to really run into that in a shop that's probably got some creeps working there Mm -hmm. and honestly if in most shops nowadays it's such a professional thing that if you got a creep you get you get rid of them right away anytime you get any kind of red flags or someone ever being unprofessional at all with a client usually zero tolerance if well, any self-respecting shop owner, there's zero tolerance, yeah. and they get them get them the fuck out of there right away. God, dude, but fucking creeps, man. They always back fuck in the shit day, up for though, everybody. Back in the day, though, it was really common because only like the bizarre and the weird and the yeah. the out there bikers and all that shit. They're the only people where who would hang out at tattoo shops. But yeah. now it's you know being regarded as like a professional business, and you know you I see people now making like fine art on people's yeah, bodies. man. Oh, definitely the shit you do is fucking considered art. I really take my piece that you did for me. And, you know, I respect it a whole lot, and I'm always fucking showing it off. I've had guys at the gym stop me. I mean, when I first got it, I probably told, like, ten guys within those those first... Once it was complete, um, I mean, everybody was like, damn, dude, that's badass and this and that. Now I wear a hoodie, and then I'll try to wear, like, a, you know, a T-shirt, you know, because I'm a father, damn it. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I like, when I'm at the gym, it's like back in the day, I was, like, when I was in shape working out, I didn't mind kind of, like, showing off, even, like, wearing, like, a muscle shirt or something. But now yeah. I'm, like, totally covered, like, yeah, man. to toe. Yeah. Uh, dad bod. <laughs> 100%. I, I've, I had a dad bod since before dad bods was cool. Same. Before I was a fucking dad. Um yeah, dude. It, I mean, I had guys stop me and be like, hey, man, where'd you get that? And I'd give out your Instagram and shit. All right, cool, cool. And then, you know, I don't know how many of those uh, turned into clients or followers or whatever, but it's oh, cool, I man. It. I appreciate everyone. Anyone who refers anyone to me, even those Facebook posts people make like, hey, uh, tag a tattoo artist in this city or I'm looking for art or whatever. Even yeah. if it's something that I'm not really into, um, I still appreciate anyone tagging me because, you know, that means I came to their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they even have this thing, I guess, I don't know what it's called, but like they have these local awards or whatever mm-hmm. for best of the best or something like, the, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we come out on that all the time. A lot oh, of people really? on the shop. Um, and I don't even know who nominates us honestly, but no you know, shit. they'll have like a shop and then they'll have like a individual artist. And, um, for the past couple of years I, I come out, I've come out on there 
I just, you know, thank you to whoever nominates me because yeah. I don't even know when that's going on, much less like even dude, kind of submit a, a thing. That's yet. awesome, dude. That's awesome. Not to even know, um, you know, not to have to know that you're just getting constantly spoken about and hey man, you got to check it. You got to check out my buddy. Yeah. I'm super, and, uh, super grateful. Cause I mean, I'll talk to clients that I'll get from like other cities and other States and even in like sometimes, you know, in another state, the, apparently some of them even like they're talking to their friends and they're like, Oh, you know who that that is like their friends are like, yeah. know who I am or something. And it's, no it's kinda, shit. It's kind of crazy. Um, um, it's a pretty small world when you think about it. That is fucking wild, dude. And then now that you bring up other towns, I saw that you tattooed an NFL player. Oh uh, yeah. He played for the former Redskins, but now they're the commanders. Um, he's a uh, Washington. He plays for the Raiders now. I think. Oh, he plays for the Raiders now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was pretty, how did that, is he local or does he have no, family no, no. here? He, he hit me up on, um, he hit me up on Instagram and, uh, nice. It was kind of crazy. He was just like in my DMs and, uh, I didn't, I didn't know who this was. I just saw he had like a, uh, one of those check marks mm-hmm. by the name. verified check mark. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And, uh, because I'm a terrible person, <laughs> I had to get a reminder. Yeah. His name is Peyton Barber. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately I don't watch a lot of sports. So I yeah. was like, I didn't really even know who that was. And I was just like, Oh, he has a verified, I guess he's important. You know, yeah. talk to him. I mean, I talked to everyone the same, you know, regardless if they're, you know, a higher status or not. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a cool dude. And he flew over and I'm supposed to tattoo him again. I don't know if I got to do a touch up or if he wants a new piece, but, uh, he's crazy. He likes to book like a whole week in advance. Like no days. shit. Like, he wants to like seven days in a row. And I'm like, bro, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Like, um, healing wise, it's definitely not a good idea. Like I like to max it out at like three days. Um, after that, like day one starting to heal and then you can kind of affect how the tattoo is going to heal in the long run. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't know. I, I mean, I've seen people do marathon sessions like that for like a week straight, but I don't know how they maintain them. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, what kind of difference does it make? Like, why do you, I know you said it affects the healing process and how you can control it and whatnot, but like a little more specific, how does it, why is three days at a time better than seven days? Um, I mean, that's a good question. It's because, um, when you tattoo someone roughly day three Mm -hmm. is when day, like is when it starts to heal. And what I mean by that is like, it's already at the point where you can't even really touch it with a needle or you don't want to wipe over it. Yeah. It's healing and it's trying to do its thing. Like scabbing and shit. No, it shouldn't scab, but you really don't want to ever let your tattoo scab, but like, uh, it'll start to like, it's kind of hard to explain, but it just, the skin starts to change in texture. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've actually had it to where I worked on the bottom of a dude's arm day one. I worked on like, the middle to top of his arm day two and then day three i was finishing the the gap in between mm-hmm. and um oh, thank you that was nice take your ass to your room you motherfucker hurry up <laughs> thank you yeah he does uh, it every week tries to sneak on the podcast this motherfucker <laughs> uh but yeah like so i was working uh to fill that gap on day three and i i've noticed that um when i start leaving tattooing near day three like it would really like some of the ink was like wiping off from day one and no it's just shit. really, really sensitive. So you run the risk, like it healed fine, but you run the risk of like doing damage that will end up making the tattoo not heal so well. Yeah. So really it's a good idea to just like not even go back to that area until after it's healed if possible. Yeah. You know, I even know artists who will, they'll literally leave like a tiny little one inch gap and they won't even go there until like it's totally healed and they'll come back and just fill that little one inch gap yeah. because the skin can get really um, kind of delicate. Mm-hmm. 
it's easy to like you know like um even just like pushing your hand on it yeah and then like letting go it'll like leave the imprint of your hand like really? it's really weird you know it gets real like spongy almost yeah because i mean i would think it's swollen and then that shit that your blood pushes to the top which comes out um oh, plasma yeah yeah all that shit's probably there or you're starting to be present and all that yeah. shit um so when you're i mean not f- you know 100 percent fully healed but Healed enough for your wrap to come off. Because you have that secondary skin or whatever you call it. Yeah, it's like an artificial skin. It's based off the stuff they put on burn victims. Yeah. It's like it's like Tegaderm, but there's so many brands out there now. Dude, that stuff, when I first got it, and you told me about it, I mean, I had never seen it. I was used to fucking saran wrap and tape. Yeah. that I mean, I hadn't gotten tattooed in so fucking long. And anything that I did, it wasn't, um, you know, I had like an old tribal tattoo that would, you know... Yeah, they used to just like wrap you in Vaseline and saran yeah. wrap and then send you on your way. Now I have kind of a regimented thing. Like, you know, I recommend hustle butter for healing um, and like any kind of a wrap. That for... shit's great. That hustle butter shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, it is great and it smells good too. Yeah, it does. I remember you gave me a little bit to take I think you gave me a couple of pouches or something. And uh, the shit was bomb, dude. I mean, like, it, it almost looked like. It brought stuff out, like the color and shit. I don't know, yep. just because it was the skin was moist, or it, maybe it, I was thinking it did extra. But uh, it was I mean, crazy. it definitely will. Like if you exfoliate and you apply it like daily, it'll it'll bring back your tattoos. It won't necessarily bring them back to life or anything. Yeah. But what it does is, um, it's almost like um the concept of when you like sand something versus uh-huh. wet sanding something. Yeah, yeah. You know how it almost has like a polished look because of the wetness. I don't know. It's just like when it's like a clean. Uh, you know, moist tattoo that's been exfoliated. When you have that dead skin off the top layer, it shows through a lot better. So you're yeah. able to actually see the ink below. A good example of that um, is there's a picture of a dude who had got burned on his hand, mm-hmm. and when the uh, his hand tattoo looked like it was almost gone, and when that top layer of skin he peeled it off a little bit earlier, or I think I don't know how how soon after, but it was like a whole big old flake of skin that took half of his hand. Oh shit! And he when he peeled that off, it exposed like a brand new looking tattoo below. Really? Because, yeah, it was crazy looking. Damn. So I mean, when you get tattooed, I don't know. I mean, obviously you're a master to craft. At least I think so. I'm sure you'll be very humble and say, uh, you know, I'm not shit, whatever. I, but I'm you really right. are. Um. And I'm I'm really gonna deep throat you tonight because you deserve it. <laughs> um, how far down when you're getting tattooed does that go down? Because you have a few layers of skin, right? You have three layers of skin. And how does it go through all three layers when you're getting tattooed? No, you basically want to deposit it into the. It's called the dermis. You have the epidermis, which mm-hmm. is the top layer, and then the dermis is like the second layer. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the third layer is. And then it goes subcutaneous, which is like your bloodstream. So you want to deposit it into the second layer of skin. Um, they refer to people who tattoo out of their house or inexperienced as scratchers because most of the time they tattoo you so shallow because of inexperience that it only hits that top layer of skin. And then that just heals out, you know? Yeah. You want to deposit as much ink as possible into the second layer of skin that it's called the dermis. Yeah. Um, and what makes like a, cause I have a tattoo that has, it's kind of like textured, right? Uh-huh. Is that caused from pushing it too deep? And it, that's what I've heard. I don't know why. Um, um, I mean, you see people like where the tattoos elevated, you know, just, oh, okay. Okay. Ever so, so much. So, uh, that's just like scarring. So yeah. that's like a, like a hypertrophic scar. So mm-hmm. well, some background, like, so the way, the way to get ink in at adic- like, 
really easily is I find is if your ink isn't too thick, you don't want it watery, but you don't want it like too, too thick because the way ink actually goes into the skin, most people think that it punches the ink in with the needles, but really what it does is the needles go in the skin and they pull out really quickly and it creates suction and that suction sucks the ink down into the pore. And that's, and that's happening thousands of times, you know, a second. Um, or hundreds of times a second. So that's how you get ink to go in when you're, you know, and that's why I see a lot of people just chewing people up because their ink flow isn't really right in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Or, um, if you have like a barbed needle, sometimes you'll have a needle that looks fine, but if you really look at it, one, just maybe one of them is like bent to the side Mm -hmm. and that can cause a hypertrophic scar. So that's that raised look, um, that you get. Um, usually that occurs from like inexperience overworking being too like aggressive like was referred to as like heavy-handed mm-hmm. and that just people who just ride their tube really hard. Well, see maybe that's where i heard it from um, the heavy-handed thing yeah um is that something that you learn with experience or can you teach somebody not to do that like if yeah you have an i mean apprentice... I, I have two apprentices now and i try to teach them like you know everything i know but you know uh i i came up in a shop where i kind of had to learn a lot on my own I was given a little bit of instruction, um, mostly from a gentleman named Jim. He was the one who apprenticed me, and I learned as much as I could from him. I would get a little bit of, um, you know, I had questions like that before, and a lot of the artists at the shop really couldn't answer them for me. They'd be like, oh, just try this or try that, but I would ask them, like, why does that happen? And, yeah, you know, a, lot, a couple of them didn't really know, but... Well, that's kind of like the old school shit, right? I mean, you just, they did it by learning. I mean, they learned pretty, it by doing. Yeah, pretty much. And, and um, weren't really scientists or, or educated enough. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pioneers. Yeah. 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 And uh, some but, of those old tattoos are fucking rad, man. Well, dude, I mean, there are tattoos that I think the oldest tattoo they've ever found on someone was like <clears throat> 2,500 years old. Oh, shit. They found a mummy. Before like Jesus. 20, yeah. 2,500 <laughs> year old mummy that had like tattoos that were pretty much intact. It's kind really? of crazy. Yeah. That's fucking wild, dude. It was I think it was like from the maybe Sumerian or Egyptian era. Really? I'm not really familiar. That's fucking wild, that, dude. It, it was a meme for a while. It says, "Yeah, but what are your tattoos going to look like when they're 2,500 <laughs> years old?" No shit. <laughs> Damn. That, I'm gonna Google that fucking picture, dude, because I'm kind of in, interested now. Um, I did see one. I think there was an old show on TBS, and it was like like Ripley's Believe It or some shit like that. Uh-huh. And uh, they had preserved a guy's back. And like his tricep area, yeah, they cut it off of his body. Oh, they have services now that do that. Yeah, and so they framed it, and they pr- like they pretty much tanned the guy's skin, yeah. like you would an animal. I'm guessing like you would an animal. Yeah, and they framed it, and it was over the. I guess he owned like a biker bar. Yeah, which it was a fucking gnarly ass eagle, and uh, it had a bunch of other like it was his whole back piece. Yeah, it was wild, dude, and it hung that's, above the bar, and it was fucking cool. crazy. Um, I've seen pictures of those. I've never seen one in real life, but um, there's services, I think, even now that you could pay people. It's kind of morbid, but you pay them, and yeah. then obviously when you die, you know, they'll they'll Take it fly off. to your wherever your body is, or they'll come over, and then they'll skin you, and then put it <laughs> somewhere, and save Dude. it, and dry it, and tan it, and then, you know, they'll frame it for you. I imagine that service is pretty expensive, though. I would think so, because you have, I mean... At least, like, 10 grand. I would think because you got to get crazy licenses just to cut someone's skin off, dude. Even if they're a cadaver by that point, that's got to be wild, man. I mean, and then not only that, like, let's say I pay for it, and then my wife disagrees, and the guy's like, "Well, he already fucking paid. Like, I need to do my job." Yeah, or, you know, I, I wonder know. how many signatures I'm you sure, fucking need. I'm sure that there's like you give them almost 
power of attorney. Yeah. Because they would have to be able to supersede or override whoever, you know, the only, (laughs) the only thing that wouldn't work is if like you burned to death. Yeah. Dude. I mean, can you imagine being like the fucking guy doing the embalming? And some other dude shows up like, oh, don't worry, I won't be long. He just takes like a fucking scalpel and takes your shit off. Yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, they <clears throat> they found like, well, according to Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, yeah. people who had tattoos didn't taste very good. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple things on that dude. Fucking weirdo. Um, that um, and like they they've found that um, people who have a lot of tattoos have a lot of that ink in their thyroid, or is it their no thyroid shit. or their lymph nodes? They find it in their oh, lymph really? nodes. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Damn, because our body's full of all kinds of filters, so all that excess ink, you know, it goes somewhere. Dude, those fucking things. Um, if you eat like a piece of deer meat or some kind of wild game, and, and they don't take those lymph nodes out, uh-huh. I, I believe they're still called lymph nodes, but it's pretty much the same thing. And uh, there's like four or five of them on a deer and if you don't get to them dude they taste like shit i mean this is probably why some people don't like wild game Uh because they don't treat it right yeah i mean one they don't cook it right and then two they don't take those things out i don't know the first thing dude it's i mean and the ones on a deer the deer have two or one in each hind leg and it's it it looks like a piece of fat or like a piece of uh, connective tissue so you really kind of got to like make sure you get it Uh uh-huh and it's wild, dude. I mean, I've smelled this thing, and it, it smells like shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll. that's kind of where people get the gamey flavor from because yeah. it, it gets in the meat and fucks it up. Um, for example, like my brother, uh, he shot a hog, and we split it. Mm-hmm. I did mine, and I knew about it, and I forgot to tell him about it, so oh. he smoked his leg whole with the bone in there. Oh, no. And when he did it, he's like, dude, it, fucked, it hurt my stomach. Like, I'm never eating pig again. I mean, he didn't even want to eat, like, pork ribs anymore like from hb damn and i was telling him about it and i sent him a video because a meat eater which is on youtube yeah they showed like where they were he was like well that's why i said i bet you that's why you fucked your your shit up he's like it's horrible dude and he brined it he did like a special rub and all this shit did all that work yeah and and he fucked it up because he didn't take out that fucking lymph node lymph node um that's crazy yeah dude it's fucking wild i uh we didn't get to do much hunting this year but Turkey season's rolling right around, so I'm gonna see if I can get me a fucking butterball for is there, Thanksgiving. Are there turkeys or in Texas? Mm-hmm. See, I have no fucking clue. Dude, I know we have deer. Yeah, yeah, we got deer and, and a lot of pigs. Oh, oh uh, I just saw a picture in Austin. I, they have like places I will prepare that for you. You know, well, on Meat Eater, you should check it out, man. On Meat Eater and on Joe Rogan, I forget this dude's name, but he has a restaurant in Austin. Daidue, maybe. I think he has a book on how to. Cook. White guy, big beard, yeah. kind of heavy set a yeah. little bit. I mean, not like I think huge. his restaurants restaurants called Daidue. I've always wanted to try. Yeah. It. He has like these crazy techniques about how to cook pigs, like a whole yeah. book on it. It's got a whole. I think it's called um, the Art of the Pig or some shit like that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So he just came out on Rogan like I don't know a year ago, maybe maybe less than that. And then he came out on a meat eater and he cooks javelina. Yeah. Which is, I mean, a lot of people say they're skunk pigs and this and that. Oh, yeah. He tells you how to do it. Yeah. He it's was, wild. He was even saying, like, he gets down to the science of, like, how much in distress the animal is will dictate mm-hmm. how the meat tastes and all that stuff, too. So, dude, if he sees, like, a pig is caught in a fence and he knows it's been really fighting, he'll just take it out of its misery, yeah. but he won't eat it because he knows that it's just probably full of all kinds of bad stuff that's just not going to make the meat taste good yeah um, dude i know i've found out about a sous vide because of him or sous vide yeah it's basically like some weird like you cook the meat into a temperature you want in like a bag in like a bag or something with hot water yeah yeah i was like yeah. what? that's crazy and then you can like 
do whatever you want with it after that, you know, because yeah, it's already at temperature. <clears throat> you follow um, Guga Foods on YouTube? I mean, yeah. I don't know how much YouTube time you get. Um, a little bit. Recently, it's been a lot of Eldering. Oh, Elden yeah. Ring. I remember. I saw, I saw your post <laughs> the other day. But um, yeah, I, I, every once in a while, sometimes I'll, I'll do YouTube mainly with like Evan or... Anything, yeah. but I don't kid I don't, shit. <laughs> sometimes I do have a lot of my own YouTube time, but it's usually when I'm taking a shit or just something in between same, like that. Same dude. Look up Guga Foods and he has a there's it's just his YouTube channel is Guga Foods and then he has like a like a side YouTube channel where it's called Sous vide Everything. Yeah. And he pretty much does all kinds of he cooks a bunch of different shit that sous vide style or sous vide, whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's cool. Um yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. That guy um from Austin he came out on Meat Eater, and I've seen him on Rogan. He has a book. I want to get. I want to get the book because yes. he has a book and a cookbook. Yeah, and I want to try both of those. And I really want to try his restaurant because I think all his pork in his restaurant is all wild pig. Yeah, and it's crazy. He dude. has like uh, like contracts with like local farmers and hunters that like you know so all that shit's like wild caught, dude. Yeah, and, um, he doesn't do any kind of farming or anything like that with them. Like he just has like there's just so many pigs in Texas. He never yeah. runs out. Everywhere, man. But I, I definitely want to try some of the food and barbecue in Austin, man, because like I hear about it all the time on Joe Rogan, and yeah. I love to cook myself. So like, you know, I do all kinds of like experiments at the house Dude, too. Next pig I get, I'll give you a whole hind quarter, and I'll take that shit up for you. Then we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, please. I'll, 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 I'll try to. Some. I'll try some shit with it. You know? Dude, fuck yeah! It's you'll be surprised on how, on how good you can make it. And no, I'm like I believe a, it. They say they say pigs are delicious. Oh man, I I'm made just so a, uh, weird about pork, like because I know like if you you got to really bring it up to temperature. Yeah. So like I'll never do anything kind of medium well or whatever. It's always well done with pork, but like when it's like beef. Yeah. I, I've been experimenting with like. Uh, do a bloody. Not quite. Bit. Like I can't quite do rare, but I'll do like medium rare now. And even then, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's enough. I'll have my thermometer in there and everything. Oh, dude, meat, dude, you could do like. A minute on each side, crust it, and leave it, I mean, blood red. Yeah, I know. It's crazy how people do that. It's I good. I it's like good. to at least uh, get the fat rendered. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. like I didn't realize there's like an even an art to picking a steak. You know, you want to get like a marble. The marble, yeah, the best marbling. The Wagyu is usually pretty marbled. I tried like a, an American Wagyu. It wasn't like the A7 or, you know, that high dollar shit. This is like a $20 uh, two pieces of wagyu, right? Yeah, really thin steak, and from that, it, it was just really fatty, man. Like yeah. I, I seared it on the stove, and you cooked it in butter and shit. I put a little bit of basil on it. It, mm-hmm. it tasted really good. Yeah, but I mean, it's just really fatty, man. See, and I, I fucking love fatty. Well, so do what? Like, because like that's where I all do, the flavor is. Yeah, when I do like beef ribs, the yeah. fattier I pick the fattiest ones because they they're gonna fucking taste the best. Yeah, and with this one. It was really good, uh-huh. but I I would like pick off of it before a meal. I wouldn't like sit down with that as my steak. Yeah, I know. But also, it was a fucking piece like this. Yeah, really thin. Whereas, like in a restaurant, you probably get like a three four ounce piece. Yeah, where and, there's not so much. And you'd get probably like zero fat on it. Yeah, dude. They I, give you just like straight meat in like the restaurants. It's crazy how expensive it is. Cause I'll go to a, a just like a like a meat market or whatever and I'll I'll get like a steak that would normally cost probably like $100 just for like 16 bucks. Yeah. You just got to cook it yourself. It's crazy, dude. I'm really getting into like smoking meats. See, I wanted to get a Traeger, but unfortunately we we had a built-in mm-hmm. uh in our our house, so like we have an outdoor kitchen now. And man, like the cheapest 
outdoor kitchen i was the one i got one of the like probably the second cheapest one like almost the cheapest was still like fucking like 1300 bucks God and dang. it's just like a freaking gas stove you know it's yeah. not even like a like a wood one or anything like that so i was kind of bummed about that but i was like you know whatever they make like little things that you can put like a wood basket in there and still yeah. get the that um the smoky flavor that smoke but i haven't messed with it too much yeah i i talked a lot of shit about Traegers when they first started getting like really popular yeah because you know like you know well any wood burning grill would be fine yeah and uh but now like i can i can appreciate it now because i would love to have a traeger like set it in the morning go to work come back you know just make sure the pellets are full and i have a fucking brisket ready to wrap for the next three or four hours oh they have these these cool ones at uh lowe's that are like they look like almost like trash cans. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wouldn't even say that because it's like way nicer. Like the barrel? That. It's like a barrel yeah, type of smoker. Yeah, the 50-gallon barrels. Mm-hmm. It's not that big now, no. But it, it's like, I mean, relatively cheap compared to like the one I got. I could have got one of those that, you know, cook it the way I want. And it has enough capacity, probably like 10 briskets. Yeah, dude. And uh, that's only like four ninety nine. Fuck, man. I, I have an old school. I mean, my grandpa, God rest his soul, he left the pit. At my mom's house, that was like an HEB, like a hundred dollar pit, really thin metal. Yeah, and it's like thirty years old, and I still smoke on smoke on it today. It doesn't matter what you use a trash can, dude. Matter. Yeah, my I mean my cousin bought one of those like barrel ones, like an oil barrel. Yeah, but it's for smoking, and it has rods on it, and you can hang like sausage and shit. Yeah, I want to get one of those. I have like ten different pits that I want to get. Yeah, I I never I never knew I was gonna get to that stage of life so early. <laughs> Where I'm like, hey, uh, let's go to Home Depot so I can look at the pits. Fuck know? yeah, dude. It, I freak <laughs> before out. Before I was, when I was younger, I was just like, I would have never imagined. Where are we going out this weekend, bro? Let's get fucked up. Eventually, you know, crazy night's going to be like, you know, Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's? I can't afford Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, man, yeah, it's fucking crazy how, you know, you just don't want to do this shit no more. You're just like, fuck, man. I just want to chill out. Let me yeah. make some, like... I, I have zero interest to want to go out or anything. Like literally I have no time at all. So much, so little that I, I can't yeah. even be here as much as I want to be. But you know, I always have a project to do or when I do have some time set aside, cause I do like a lot of side stuff like sculpting and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean that chimp you're doing is fucking sick. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, that's something I was working on today, but like I literally only got maybe 45 minutes in on it really? because like everything happened and then the boys get home and then I got to be with them for that. And yeah, it's one thing after the other. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that shit, dude. They have a bunch of different hobbies. Car working on outside. I mean, oh, you used yeah. to have a, a Camaro you were yeah, working I on, right? I sold everything. I yeah. love those cars. Yeah, man. And I was excited to see you hopefully finish it. So, I mean, you let me down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I sold it pretty cheap, too. Yeah, man. And my Beamer. And it's funny you say that because Nicole saw my Beamer being towed somewhere today. Really? Beamer. And it was oh, definitely shit. mine because it had the same body kit and the same primer and everything. Really? Yeah. Fuck, man. That's wild. Uh, so, I mean, is sculpting or... I, matter of fact, bringing up your side projects, the Grinch mask that they... Some, I guess somebody sent it, gifted to you? So my friends own the biggest silicone mask company in the world. It's called Immortal Masks. No shit. Is it in the U.S.? It's in the U.S. It's in San Dimas, California. No. Every time I go San to... Dimas! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I go to Cali, I always try to take my friends there. Like, hey, you want to go see their stuff? Because... They have like movie effects shit. They'll show me like secret projects. Like they no you know, shit. I don't want to say what movies they show me yeah, stuff yeah. on before, but they even were telling me about stuff they did on the Mandalorian before it. Like it was even like that's season, wild. Season man. two came out, and they did a lot of the masks for Bright. 
um, when it had first come out, and they were just like, hey, no you want to see some stuff? And I was like, what? So, yeah. Um, I should, probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but, but that uh, shit's already out now. Yeah, so. I know. But, um, uh, yeah, but it's like, it's cool. Like, they, they have, like, really badass shit. So, but they're, they're my boys. So, I told them, like, hey, uh, I have a, another friend of mine. His name is Josh Payne. He actually won Ink Master Season 10, which is the season before mine. Yeah. And, uh, I actually know, think I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's a really cool dude. Payne tattoos or Josh Payne Josh tattoos? Josh Payne, yeah. Yeah. Tattoo. Yeah, dude. Dude's fucking crazy. He's a super fucking lovable dude really yeah he's a super he's super he's a sweetheart and he's super out there in terms of his art and it's really fucking cool he'll show me some of his projects and i'm like damn i wish i would have thought of that yeah but um yeah so like i told him that i would make him a a grinch one year and i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't do it i was just so busy and then the second year comes around and he's like hey man i still want that grinch i'll pay you and i was just like oh yeah i'll get to it and then like it gets down to like two months out or a month out and i'm like fuck i'm not gonna deliver again (laughs) So I told my friends, I was like, hey, man, can I buy one of those Grinch masks from you guys? Because they make a Grinch mask. Mm-hmm. And um, and this thing's like fucking movie quality. It's it's pretty damn good. And um, it's crazy how they make it because it's not even like one of their masks per se. They alter another one of their masks and they sculpt in silicone. To and make then, it look to like To make it? it look like the Grinch. No shit. So it's like a one-off every time. Uh, I mean, it's not a one-off, but it's like. It's something, it, yeah. It's it's definitely each one isn't exactly the same. You it's know? not like out of a mold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so they did that, and I was like asking them, "Do you have any available?" And they're like, "Dude, we we sold out of those, like, because they can only make a certain amount of them because in order to to make it on time for yeah. Halloween, everyone wants that for Halloween." So, uh, I this was like right after Halloween, and I was like, "You got me," and he's all, "Dude, we have like." no more he's all but we'll make a special one for you so i was like all right that's so they made me one and they didn't even let me pay for it you know and that's like um i mean off the top of your head um what would one of these the same quality that you got now i'm interested what that mask cost oh with no hair because you got it no hair right? yeah i got it no hair well they'll sell it with hair but if you want it with no hair i think it's like between four and seven hundred dollars depending fuck dude um i don't remember it might even be less than that but that, I mean, that's still a pretty good chunk of change for one Halloween. If you want with hair, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. I bet I was, yeah. It's crazy. I would have so thought that's more. why. And I and they probably would have made one for me with hair already, but I was like, I'm not going to do that to them. And you punched already, it like, yeah, like you punched all that shit in. It, each individual hair, it took like twenty six hours. Does it? I mean, I've seen kind of how they do it, like they're just punching it in. Is it like one piece of hair and then you fold it in half and it kind of makes it look like two hairs? So basically, there's different ways to do it. Um, the way I do it is I use something called crown needles. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like these needles with very, very, very fine barbs on them. And the, the way you would do it is you'd basically put some hair somewhere and you'd push it in, hoping that one of those barbs will catch. Mm-hmm. And when you pull it out, because the barbs are angled downwards... Um, they catch to push it in, and when you pull out, it pulls out easy, and it, the hair, uh, the silicone is really grippy, so it'll actually hold the hair in place for you. No shit. So, um, so it's all pressure, just it's it's just pressure. You could pull it out if you pull really hard. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. The professionals at hair punching will actually glue it in, um, but for me, man, that's just too much fucking work, dude. To glue in each individual hair is ridiculous. Uh, and you know it's my friend Josh, and it's free anyway. So come on. Yeah. No, but <laughs> so I mean, when you, I, so when you I, put all the hair in, it was wild. Yeah, and that's a lot of fucking hair, dude. It's a lot, and I didn't realize you have to be like a hairstylist too, because it doesn't just look <laughs> like that. You have to punch it, the hair in the direction you want it to go, so that way it falls a certain way. Yeah. 
and then you have thicker, coarser hair, and then you have to use really, really thin, like it's called mohair, which is like yeah. baby sheep hair or something. No shit. You have to use finer hair, more sparsely poked in where the where the edges like where the of edge, hair yeah. is, so it feathers into hair. No because shit. Because you'll look like a Barbie doll if you just do the same everywhere. You yeah. Know? So I did all that, and anything took like everything took like twenty six hours or twenty seven hours. I mean, just that's a hair lot. punching. Yeah, it took me like a week of just like five hours here, five hours there, seven hours Fuck, here. Dude, I have no. I don't think I would have the mental fucking capacity to sit there for even just an hour and do it. I don't even know how I made the time to do it. I think I was just. I I don't know. I think I just like. Put I would a imagine lot of stuff like on hold. late nights and shit. Yeah, days off, whole yeah. day. Well, you're quite a friend, dude, to, to fucking 26 hours of pushing in hair oh, for your buddy. Oh, it's been like two years, and he still wears it at every event. Really? So, yeah. That is fucking wild, man. Um, and he'll, he'll take like, he took like sexy pictures later when really? he's just wearing the mask. That's pretty fucking funny. sick, man. Yeah. That is fucking sick. Uh, he sent me like a, a a Christmas postcard with him and his Frenchie, and he was the... You know, no shit? Yeah. He's that. got the whole costume made, yeah. No shit. He says it's really hot, though, when you wear masks like oh, that. Well, I fucking so. bet. Then you add all the hair, it's even hotter. On those kind of suits like that, I mean, are those like a silicone? Or are they like a, I mean, most of the his wasn't because the Grinch, you know, he just got a belly made. Yeah, and he just wore like really long sleeves, uh, like a long sleeve, and they they glued hair to that for him. Oh, okay. He had like another friend make that because he didn't he didn't even know that I was gonna make him the mask. It was like a surprise. Yeah, I just know he had asked about it, and I said I don't think I'm gonna make it, but oh, so I'd he rather... wasn't expecting it. No, he wasn't. Oh, and shit, then that's I just, even better. And then I just asked him for his address, and then I sent it to him, and uh, then he was like, what? And, you know, yeah. he, he, like, posted it on his story and everything. Shit, that's badass, dude. I, I mean, you see, like, the local Grinches here, and, you know, they're cool. I mean, you order, it's probably, like, a $100 suit. Yeah. But, I mean, it, the, the face is stuck in one position. It's kind of like a Party City mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, not, not talking shit about anybody, but, you know, to get one of those where you can kind of move it around a little yeah, bit it's, it's pretty cool like i mean i used to go all out for halloween when i didn't have any obligations i used yeah. to spend months on getting ready for a tattoo uh sorry ready for a like a halloween like yeah. i think the last time i got to do that was like sloth from goonies yeah that one was fucking sick um and it was like the sad realization when you have to get work out to look like sloth <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck well it was little you know a lot of people look it over but he was kind of jacked that yeah, guy. he was pretty big back then. Yeah, but like, I, mean, I was just like having to lose weight to like, to be as big as Sloth. <laughs> well, I mean, you've won a couple local uh, like Halloween. Con- I mean, you know, going out to the club. Or- yeah, I back when I had my Predator suit, I won. Yeah, one. that one was the mask was super detailed. God, I, I definitely it took so long. Like that, you want to talk about time invested? That's probably the number one in terms of hours put in for just a mask because he had so many layers of spots and you had yeah. to make it look like real skin before you did the layering of the, of the spots. And then he had quills and then he had, you had to glue in each dread and you had to make Fuck each dude. dread out of this shit called cold foam. So that way it wiggles like it. Yeah. You had to paint each little bead that he had on there. Um, you had to glue that. in the teeth, make it look wet where the mouth is. Was, so those teeth are like teeth, teeth. They're not like, no, no, they're fake, but like, uh, they, you no, know, but the, I thought they was like part of the rubber, like you just painted them. Uh, so like back then I would make them out of latex. Uh-huh. So I made a latex mask and then you would glue, uh, they were like plastic teeth. So you would glue it to the mask. Then you'd have to seam it together with more latex to make Fuck. it look like it was like one piece instead of like two connected. Yeah. And then you had to paint all that to match it. And then, so all in all for just the face, painting, casting, seaming, all that. 
probably looking at 30, 40 hours. God. Then you have to do that on the whole body where he has the same spots on his chest. He has quills coming out of his chest. He has the armor you have to paint to look like metal. He has the backpack. It is ridiculous. <laughs> You're fucking wild, dude. I don't know if I'd have any kind of dedication to do that. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to have a passion for that kind of stuff or it would, there would be no point. Yeah, dude, that is, that's a lot of time. I mean, that's a work week plus some. God, I think it took like two years for me to get my predator mat, predator suit ready to go to yeah. where I wear it. Fuck, man. Don't that, you have two of them? I had, I had made a couple. I had some molds. Yeah. I still have the mold for one of them, but I just I don't even want to go down that road because I know if I do it again, I'm like I'm just gonna resculpt it and make it better. And I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that. more detailed and shit. Yeah. So like, Fuck, part of me is like, I want to do that, but then I'm like, no, I don't want to revisit that. Yeah. But funny enough, that's how I met the dudes from Immortal Masks. Is we used to be part of this nerdy ass forum for it's called the Hunter's Lair. Yeah. And we were just like message each other like hey how did you make your predator suit oh i made it like this and just back and forth back and forth and then people would sell like some of their own versions of the predator um all yeah. that just just and Fuck, then i dude. and i met some people and then they're like hey well we own a mask company you want to come visit and i was like no eh, shit maybe one day you know and they were real small back then now they're like everywhere they're like huge they had a jeff goldblum go to their place the other day he was like filming his show yeah he filmed his show there a couple months ago no shit like yeah. spotlighting their shop yeah or and it okay. wasn't even supposed to be but he just heard about it from his assistant and then they turned it into an episode oh shit yeah. that's badass yeah it's, it's really cool man talented fucks i bet they are you, you we got to get their instagram you got do you, you know their instagram offhand i do but i could double check on it um and you know i'll send it to you that, that way, way you yeah can, um that way and, I can and one of the co-owners is he was on a show called face off back mm-hmm. in the day and it was basically special ink master but for special effects yeah yeah and he won and he he did this he, he's so fast at sculpting it's ridiculous his no name is, shit his name is andrew freeman fuck man but they're called immortal masks and their instagram is literally immortal masks one word no capitals okay they have 277,000 followers. Fuck, they're, dude. They're killing it. That's wild. I think <clears throat> they, they literally have hundreds of different masks, you know? Like, they start really? off in clay, and then they become, like... Fuck. And like, are these all, like, movie masks, or do they do custom shit? Or? They do custom stuff, too, but um, most, of the, most of their revenue, I think, is... Um, they go to these, like, horror con expos, like, mm-hmm. called Transworld, and that's where, like, the people who have, like, haunted houses and shit... People and like that, they all they have their own kind of subculture there. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, they'll have like million dollar weekends where they sell oh, million dollars with the masks. That's how they have they have import trucks of masks there and they sell all of them. Fuck, dude. I bet, man. I bet. And they're all, I mean, at, let's say like low end four hundred dollars. Like that's fucking. Yeah, well, wild. they have a half mask and they think their half masks start at like three hundred bucks or something. Where it's yeah. just from the jaw up. I mean, they're still super cool. Um, but then they have like the full ones where they come down to the shoulders and they're a little more intricate. Yeah. Um, they, they're now they're making body suits. I don't know what those cost, but they're, they're all amazing They're They have sleeves. You can pull up a sleeve and you'll have like a weird, crazy bug hand or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, they have prop weapons. Like, man, they're, doing all kinds that of shit. is fucking that's cool that you know motherfuckers like that dude and yeah. that they were cool enough to invite some random dude and yeah hey come check it out dude you're pretty cool we had a pretty tight-knit community in that whole predator thing really? that's how it came about uh i mean he even has some of the original predator like shit? stunt bio like the bio is that metal mask he had yeah yeah and um his name is george he's he's the one i usually talk to the most he's really fucking cool and um yeah like it they're just super super cool dudes that yeah. is fucking wild man 
that's cool. Um, I know we're going to cut a little bit short today. No, that's fine. And we don't have the shop master, so I won't sing the song. I know he'll get probably get offended. <laughs> so we know what this shot of the week is going to be. There we go. And uh, I need to see, yeah, Dickel. I thought it was like a, a joke label, Little but it's Dickles. actually George Dickel. I won this bottle in a free raffle the other day, and I finally got it. It's a tobacco, Tabasco, Tabasco, Tabasco. tabasco. Um, so it picas. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing so. It just smells like a high proof. We'll see, and we'll just get a little tasty taste. We don't have to get all torn up. And I wanted to see what you thought about it. I I've never tasted this before, so it's brand new to the both of us. The both of us, Chingao. I've only had two beers, and I'm fucking already. What kind of uh, liquor is this? Uh, I believe it's whiskey. Is it whiskey? Uh, yeah, made with whiskey, distilled in charcoal and mellowed Cascade Hollow Distillery. So nice. I've had regular George Dickel, and it's it's really good. And I don't think it was anything special of a bottle. Mm-hmm. It was just whatever you can find on the shelf. Yeah. Um, I've never had it, so you don't have to shoot it. You can just kind of analyze it if you want. Oh, you can turn made the bottle your way. In, how do you say that? Tullahoma, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That looks never like, heard of that, that shit. That looks like Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> oh, shit, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, if you had a little bit longer hair. A little George Dickel right there. Yeah. I think that's... Matter of fact, I'm officially changing my penis nickname to George George Dickel. That reminds me of my character from Elden Ring. His name is <laughs> Nasty McFisto. <laughs> He's a sick <laughs> son of a bitch. I love it. Nasty McFisto. That's what I'm going to name the fucking... The podcast name, Nasty McFisto. A visit from Nasty McFisto. <laughs> yeah. It's only 70 proof, so it's low proof. Usually, I mean, a low proof whiskey is like 90 yeah, well, when you're bitch made like me, it's probably still gonna be <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, stop! That's not Ooh, bad. That's not bad at all. It's got a little spice to it at the end, right? Yeah. Now that I get a second swallow in there, that's not bad. Yeah, I like the fact that it burns my tongue and not my throat. Yeah, I hate when I I can't really do spicy shit for that Oof, reason because yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm choking. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, this is really good. Matter of fact. It's got a nice little burn to it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't sip it all night, but I'd throw it in some kind of mixed drink or a shot. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really not bad. I mean, I would even probably just shoot it straight. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. I really thought I was going to be disappointed and kind of <laughs> grossed out. You can grab another if you want. No, um, I'm good. I got to work tonight. Yeah, man. A uh, couple more questions and I'll let you get the fuck no, out of here. No, you're good, man. Um, so I, I was, time. yeah, I was thinking about, you know, Last time you were here, I asked you about tattooing somebody getting drunk because they were scared, and you said it's not really the best because the blood thins out and kind of fucks your shit up. Yeah. Um, does being pregnant you pose any risks? So I don't know if, in Texas at least, I don't know if there's a law that specifically says you can't get tattooed while you're pregnant, but it's definitely frowned upon. Like, really? I don't know anyone who will do it. Because what you're risking your baby. Yeah. Because if your body thinks like, something's going to happen, it's going to go into protective mode and the baby's expendable, you know? Yeah, like if you get an infection or something, you know, the baby, the, the body is going to try to save the host and not the baby. Not you know? the baby, yeah. So like, um, it's just really not worth the risk. I have seen it done, not personally, but I've heard of it, I should say. I've yeah. heard people like, oh, I got this when I was pregnant. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I think I know somebody who was like four months maybe. I mean, it's relatively early on, but mm-hmm. still kind of like, you're kind of pushing it, buddy. Yeah. 
and it was a big piece, man. I mean, at least like a deck of cards and a half, yeah, and like two, three colors, yeah. And it, I mean, it I mean, came it, out really nice, it, and it still looks it's good. Definitely, I think it's actually legal, but it's just definitely frowned upon. Like, yeah. I know some hood ass tattooers, and they're like, "I won't do it. I yeah. won't do. I won't even do it on someone, you know." And they'll they'll tattoo your fucking face if you want it, yeah. You know? But they won't tattoo you if you're pregnant. I mean, what kind of you know, you'd have that shit on your conscience if, God forbid, something happened to the baby yeah. or the lady, like where they save the baby and the lady passes, you know. Yeah. It probably have to be something crazy, but. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, speaking of, like, I mean, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I thought, this is a rumor, but that there was one artist who tattooed a minor and he got hit with, like, a um, like a sexual fence because oh, shit. they were a minor tattooing a minor or something crazy like he now he has to have a sign in his front of his house kind of thing no and I was shit like, what so now like for sure like i never really i mean i'm not gonna lie i've tattooed a minor i just didn't know they were a minor at the yeah. time because i was at an expo that was like on the border of new mexico mm-hmm. and over there you could be like 16 17 and in texas it's only 18 yeah but you know so she came in i tattooed her and then after the fact i find out she's like 17 i'm like Oh, uh, shit. You know, so that was like one of the few times I can even remember doing that on accident. But yeah, so like I'll never tattoo a minor or that, anything like that. Dude, I don't even. I remember some of the shit that I used to want to get tattooed, and I'm so fucking happy that Same. I either. I wanted like an anarchy symbol when I was in high school. Dude, like, what the I fuck wanted was the I stars. Thinking? Remember those? Oh, yeah, diff- like, like the, the poly- red and black stars? Yeah. Oh, like nautical stars. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And everybody had them, dude. Everybody had them on the elbow or like on the on your forearm and shit. Yeah, I've seen that. And I'm, I mean, they still kind of look cool, but just not my style anymore. It, it goes with certain types of tattoos. You, if you like more traditional based work, then that goes right in between because that's kind of a, like a sailor theme. Yeah. You know, if you have like um, anything kind of nautical, they go right along with it. Yeah. That's why it's called. It's referred to as a nautical star yeah. because it's like if you look at a compass, it's like almost the same kind of like half black, half white on the yeah. points. And they basically made a star like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a fad. Tribal. Dude, it was fad. hot, dude. Tribal shit. I Barbed still freak out. Fad. Oh my God. Um, I mean, I talk shit and I have a tribal tattoo. Right, right now. Well, not right now, but like, you know, infinity symbols. That's like a real big thing. Um, Is there any kind of shit that's kind of coming back? Like, you know, I mean, you know how... I'll tell you Fashion what, a trends. lot of people right now are getting face tattoos and they have no tattoos anywhere Dude. else. They're starting with a face tattoo and I'm like, what? Yeah, I, a lot of over the eyebrow yeah. names or believe. It's crazy. I've seen people, like they look like the sweetest like individuals ever and then they have like fucking like proud or some shit. And I'm like, god damn. Like, faith. I've seen a lot of faith. Yeah. it's, it's A lot it's, of them bitches have faith on it. Uh, it's fucking wild, dude. Only judge can god me. <laughs> dude. Okay, so what's the what's the like the worst botch that you've seen? Like somebody comes in, like, "Hey man, can you oh, fix man. this?" And there's it's it's so, just like so many. I can't. You know what's sad is there's so many, but I can't even put my mind to like one yeah. right away. I'm sure like as soon as this is over, I'll be like, "Oh, I could have told him about that." I'm oh, sure they're all horrible. You know, if you want if you want prime examples, look up a page called Sucky Tattoos or Snake Pit. Snake Pit. Snake Pit's a good one. I'll check them out. It's like Snake Pit something, and it will show... (laughs) It's like the best of the worst. Yeah. Some of these are so bad. Like, at one point, there was something called Sucky Panther, and it was so bad, it became a fad, and people started getting Panthers tattooed like that, because it was so so bad, it was comical. Fuck, dude. My favorite thing that I've seen online, like, meme-wise, is it has, like, a picture of, like, 
a lion tattoo that was really shitty superimposed on the MGM logo. And it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Oh, and they're man. like, what noise does this lion make? You know? And Dude. then they have one where it's like a picture of a family, but they superimpose the shitty tattoos over their faces. And oh, I think I've seen that terrible, one. Terrible, but it's, it's hilarious. Oh, dude. I, I, I mean, you've kind of ruined me to subpar tattoo work because <laughs> now I'm so used to seeing you guys. I mean, even, I mean, there's a few guys at your shop. Oh, I mean, I follow Michael at your shop. He's getting really good. Yeah, he's good. And, and I mean, his lines are really clean, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's doing a lot of like kind of Pokemon, uh, Dragon Ball Z shit. He does Z a lot shit. of anime stuff, yeah. Yeah. And he's really, he's starting to come into his own with black and gray realism. I'm trying to push him into color, but he's scared. Really? Yeah. I'm sure it's kind of intimidating to do it. It is, but you know, you got to take risks. Yeah. Um, you guys have kind of spoiled me because I see like really good, clean, you know, work. And then I see somebody get a tattoo on Facebook that I know or something. I'm like, God, dude, why would you let somebody do that to you? Yeah. And, and they're like, <laughs> bro, my buddy fucking killed it. And I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of great artists here there's, around here, but I'm sure there's way worse ones. There's no better confidence builder than whenever I have someone scheduled and I see all their prior work and I'm like, oh, no pressure on me. Yeah. I could just fuck up. I could, They'll be happy with anything. I could be hung over right now. This shit would be okay. You know, <laughs> Dude. Yeah, man. I just, <clears throat> and I mean that in a good way when I say y'all fucked it up for me because <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it. just how good your shit is. Thank you. Um, it's wild, dude, what some people get tattooed on them. It's fucking crazy. I'm not being rude. I'm looking at people. I'm no, 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 no. You're good. Out. You're good, baby. Hey, this ain't on YouTube. Nobody can see what you're doing. No. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want you to think like, oh, I'm bored that no. I'm on my phone. But no, I, don't I need to it. remember certain pages because there's a couple of artists I want to shout out. So that yeah, way yeah. Hey, throw I get, out whatever you get want. Get them some uh, some praise. Yeah, dude. Throw all that shit my out. My brother there. has to be difficult with his fucking username. <laughs> <laughs> So my brother is actually right now doing, and Ricky, they're my apprentices, and they are looking to do like half price tattoos right now. Oh, as really? long as it's simple, you know, nothing crazy like portraits yeah. or whatever, but line work pieces, stuff like that. So before it gets too busy, you know, I thought I'd give your listeners, you know, the heads up. Yeah, man. They're taking on pieces right now. So if you want to find them, um, I'll make a story with their work a little bit later, but my brother, he's my one of my apprentices, and his is Lawrence underscore bermudez four so it's l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e underscore b-e-r-m-u-d-e-z four and ricky my other apprentice and the way she has her instagram is (laughs) my phone's all low that's dope that you have two apprentices now ricky redus one word so it's r-i-k-i-e-r-e-d-u-s Ricky Reedus. Ricky Reedus. Yeah. She's, man, she kills it at painting. So as soon as she really? makes that transition from painting to tattoos and like if she can do what she does in painting, she's going to be world class. It's crazy. Really? My brother does super clean line work. He's so meticulous about shit. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. He says he wants to get into realism, but he's so meticulous about shit. I see him getting into like neo-traditional kind of really? stuff. Really? Yeah. And we never kinda, know. I mean, for those who don't know the... The categories, if you were to describe neo-traditional, what would that be? So there, that's out of all the styles, that one is the most vast because literally anything with outlines that's not traditional is mm-hmm. considered neo-traditional. But what I'm referring to is um, European uh, neo-traditional, which is basically a mixture of realism and heavy lines. Mm-hmm. So, wow, man. 
so that's like tough shit to do. It's it's not super tough. It's it's a leg into doing just straight realism. Yeah. Because when you have outlines, it's almost like a crutch. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to say crutch because it doesn't mean you're cheating or anything. But like once you get your outlines tattooed, then it's like coloring book time. You don't yeah. have to re- worry about anything wiping off. No it's shit. It's way easier to do that than it is just to do something straight realism because yeah. there's no outlines. It's all soft. Sometimes it's kind of crisp, but you know, most of the time there's no outlines at all. <clears throat> That's fucking wild, dude. I mean, there, I'm sure there's a million things that people don't think about while tattooing. Like, for instance, do moles or any kind of um, like a, a birthmark play into placement or what kind of colors you can use or shit like um, that? Birthmarks, not so much unless they want to preserve their birthmark. Then mm-hmm. I'll work around it. But I'll tattoo right up to a mole. Yeah. Some people will leave a big old gap. And I think it just highlights the mole the and mole, not the yeah. tattoo. I'll tattoo right up to the mole to where like it, it blends in with the tattoo and you can't even tell it's there. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not paying attention. I'll roll right over that motherfucker and yeah. it's gone. Yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, if they don't give a fuck, I mean, why? Most of the time they don't really even know it's there. Cause it's usually a really small one, but if it's like a raised one, then I'll go right up to the edge. And I'll yeah. Just leave it alone. Yeah, man. Well, that's, I mean, have you ever had somebody, I mean, it's, it feels kind of gross to go over it cause it bleeds like hell. And I'm like, I, bet. I didn't mean to do that, but it doesn't feel as gross as blacking out like a nipple. Really? Yeah, when a nipple's hard and you're just blasting it, and you just see it vibrating. It, it feels so gross to uh, do it. No way. Like there, and I mean, the client that I did this particular time, he wasn't even flinching. He was fine, but it was like grossing me out, like that, and like whenever <laughs> you get little what's bouncing called, piece of meat, when you get like when you run on the elbow and you feel it hit the bone for a mm-hmm. second, like that sound and feeling just gives me the willies. Oh, like, dude, I bet. And they don't even feel it. Really? Sometimes they're like, oh, I didn't even notice. And I'm just like grossed out there for a little bit. What's your, I mean, besides the nipple, what's your least favorite part of the body to tattoo? Or like, you know, like somewhere with a lot of wrinkles, no, for instance, like it, the elbow that you can't you know stretch what? out. I'm, I'm so lazy nowadays that I don't like tattooing anything that's hard to get to. So yeah. necks, throats, I don't even want to fuck with somewhere it. It could be, be something really, tattooing. It could be something really fucking cool. And I'm just like, is my back worth it? Yeah. Nah. Oh, and I'll dude. just like let it go. I won't even do it. I'll, I mean, I'll refer them to someone. You know, I feel kind of bad too because some people are like, "Dude, like I'm saving this for you," and I'm like, "You might want to go somewhere yeah, else." Don't bro, do that shit. I don't think I'm gonna be the one. Fuck, man. Well, shit, man. I mean, I guess I've you asked you everything I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I mean, if you have any other um, questions, it's fine. Oh, one more. Yeah. What is your favorite or your most proud piece that you've done? That's so hard. Ever. Or like I, you can say like, man, this is. I was really in the zone. You can see it here. Or, you That's know. so hard because I literally, I hate every tattoo after I, immediately after doing <laughs> it. Like, and no offense to anyone I've ever worked on, like, I love the tattoo while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And the moment they walk away and I look at pictures, I'll nitpick it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know if I should post it. And, you know, they yeah. can totally get compliments every day on it. But I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't want to even post it. So that's really hard to say. I can say maybe, fuck, I don't know. Let me see. Like. I, mean, I got my, a ton of killer shit. I got one of my sponsorships from a Post Malone I did, I guess I can say. That was on a calf, right? Yeah, a Post Malone I did was on a calf. That one. Um, that one's fucking wild. Was Your Billie was Eilish fun. one was fucking cool as shit, too. Yeah, that one's another popular one. People refer, they always send in the emails that picture. Um, I had fun doing this Pitbull. 
I, I like the comments because some people were like, dude, I thought that was a picture of a dog, you know? Yeah, and that I, one was fucking dope, man. Because I like doing, one thing I really like doing is making like a really out of focus background. Mm-hmm. So that way it makes whatever's in the foreground look really sharp. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say like, you know, anything like that, but yeah, it's hard to say. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah, I love tattooing portraits. Yeah. So like if you went to a comp and somebody was said, just bring me one that you're really proud of. Let's enter it. Would you kind of be like, what do y'all think? Y'all think I should put this one up? Or do you have one that you kind of rely on? I would on? probably do my most popular, most recent top 10. Yeah. So even though there's stuff that I got a lot of praise for back in the day, I never really want to feel like I'm living off good enough. My, my stuff back in the day. Yeah. You know, like, um, it's like they say, you're only as good as the last tattoo you've done. Yeah. That's so good, I try man. to, so I try to do my most recent stuff. So if I had to pick my top five, 10 or 5 right now that I would put on a thing just looking at my Instagram and not remembering um like if you made a business card you were like okay I'm gonna put these two or three pieces up Post Malone this um I did this uh Egyptian piece um this Greek mythology piece where it was like galaxy and it was black and gray that one was fucking sick um maybe the Joker that I recently did where he was like hanging out of a car uh, the Heath Ledger one? Yes. That one's fucking sick. And then maybe for the last one... Shit, I don't know. That's a hard one. That's kind of cool that you maybe think a like Fester. that, I had really, I had a lot of fun Uncle with that. Fester Uncle Fester was dope. Uncle Fester was fucking dope, man. That's a cool tattoo. I always think like, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I want to get a tattoo and you kind of want to be like, what the fuck am I going to get? Because now I don't want to get just anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wanna, I kind of want it to mean something or... Yeah, be that, really sick. That's totally fine. You know, like some people have to have a meaning and there's people who just, they don't give a fuck. They just like the aesthetics. You yeah. Know? I'm more along the lines, like when I finally get tattooed, um, I'm just going to tell them like, hey, I like this look. I like this look. Do whatever the fuck you want. Here's yeah. two grand, whatever, you know. Fuck, man. Well, shit, man. I appreciate you sitting down with me and taking some time out of your busy fucking, I know you've got a crazy shit going on right now. Yeah, it's all right, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate, appreciate you having me on, you know. It's, hey, it's always a lot of fun. You're still our top listen to episode, and I'm sure you're going to be again. Oh, I mean, really? yeah, oh, I mean, man. by far. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's always great having you here, and uh, I mean, whenever you want to come back, dude, you're welcome. And uh, We'll you know, just try to make it like a quarterly thing or something. That'd be dope, Just hit man. Nicole up again, and then yeah. she'll pass the message to me. Or just hit me up, but I'm te- I'm, te- I'm terrible at texting no. people back. No, 100% you get you it. You can look at my phone right now. I probably have 41 messages I haven't even read. <laughs> no, that, that's good, man. Um, well, shit, man. I mean, until the next time we talk, and uh, I'm going to take over for the deacon and just tell everybody, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. And we'll see y'all drive-ass turkeys next week. Hey,